Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Hello, everyone. If you can hear my voice, this is Beth from Texas. And it must be Wednesday night. It's a little bit after 7 here in Texas. And this must be the Chelsea in America podcast. Yes, we're back. We had a two-week hiatus. We got a lot of computer computer problems going around, so God only knows about that. Um, so we're doing it old school this week. Going back to talk shoe. So excuse the lack of clarity in the call. Um, hopefully next week we'll be back um, using uh, Skype again, and it'll be clearer um, once Eddie gets a new computer and John, and and Dan gets a new computer because they generally run the board. So we're kind of at sixes and sevens, kind of like our team a little bit at sixes and sevens. Um, so before we get started, though, because I'm really excited, um, Neil's back. Neil, hello. We want to let Neil have his say. And, of course, Eddie's here and me, but I'll let them introduce themselves. But I want to, first of all, thank all of our sponsors. We want to, first of all, thank One World Sports. And the only thing I have to say is, have you voted? Eddie, have you voted? No, I have not voted. What are we voting for? Well, there is a sweepstakes. Um might as well talk about it because it's One World Sports. One World Sports who brings us Chelsea TV to the United States. Yes, I know they're not on every cable network, but we need you all to vote. Go over to OneWorldSports.com. There'll be a little pop-up right on your screen. It'll talk about this contest to win a two tickets, two flights to, to Munich, two game match tickets and hotel and money and all of that kind of stuff. But if you vote or if you enter... Um, that was a text from Dan, by the way, saying he's at the he's at the computer store right now, hopefully getting his his computer fixed. So, oh, okay, um, gotcha. So, um, hold on a minute. And uh, so, anyway, so if you enter the contest, um, there's. Another contest that is between Bayern Munich, Chelsea, and Arsenal. Okay? So when you go in and you fill out the form, you fill it all out, it it asks you what club you want to register <coughs> under, and it gives you a kind of cool gift at the end. Mine, I had my name on a shirt right next to JT's. I like that. Um, and... Anyways, at the bottom of the page, it shows what percentage of voters have voted for Bayern Munich, what percentage have voted for Chelsea, and what percentage of have voted for Arsenal. The good news is we're beating Arsenal 29 to 15. Okay, so that's almost 2 to 1. The bad news is we're losing to Bayern Munich 56 to 29%. 
So I'm begging, I'm asking, I'm pleading, I'm telling everybody. Because, you know, this is data that One World Sports is going to take back to Chelsea to say, hey, we want, look at, you know, you, you didn't even put a contest up here. And we still had this many people vote, you know, in this contest that actually know who we are and our Chelsea supporters. Um, it's another way of, of, you know, as many people that vote, that's information that they can give to, you know, DirecTV and, and all the other cable providers that don't carry One World Sports um, to get them to do it. So I'm urging you, ask everybody in the pub. Tell them you can do it on, the, on your phone, too. Go to OneWorldSports.com and enter the contest. You have until the end of the month. Time is running out. And I don't want to lose 56 to 29 against Bayern Munich. Let's give them a run for the money, okay? Do it. I already uh, entered into the contest that fast. It's easy. It's easy, easy. So please, please, please do that. So thanks to One World Sports. Thanks to 8x8 Magazine. For those of you that didn't get the email, 8x8 has reduced the price of subscriptions. So the coupon we have is no longer valid because they've lowered it even below where our coupon was. So heck, that's a really good deal. Um, but uh, check out one more, uh, check out 8x8 Magazine. You can find them at 8x8.com. But the big news is, and I know Neil's here, so Neil, hold on to your hat. The English Pork Pie Company has changed names. They are now called Parker's. They are part of Parker's. Parker's is Vicky and, and, and her husband's last name. And they are doing a lot of different things under that brand. So they're opening fish and chip shops, and they're doing small pubs and all kinds of things. So you can still go to EnglishPorkPieCompany.com, but if you do, it'll send you over to Parker's. But it's the same great food, same great deal, and your coupon works. So go and check that out. I am waiting patiently for the weather to change here so I can order pies. And, Neil, I'm sure you're missing pies. Yeah, I haven't had one in quite a while, so I'd like one. They sound good about now. I'm hungry even after dinner. Yeah, I know. I made my dinner before we sat down. I also want to thank the CST, the Chelsea Supporters Trust. Please, please, please become a member. Support your trust. It's your voice to the club and also the CPO. And if you weren't aware, the raffle is still going on for about a month to win a free share. So it's $10 um, for each ticket that you enter, and then we will do a raffle if I raise enough money, which I think I have, for two or three shares, then we'll raffle off two or three shares. So there you have it. All right, well, thank you, Beth. Uh, I guess I should introduce myself now. Uh, my name's Eddie from the Motor City Blues here in Detroit. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CIA underscore podcast. Also, be sure to use this hashtag CIA pod. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Facebook and also Instagram. Just look for uh, CFC in America on uh, Instagram and um, Twitter, as well as uh, Chelsea in America Supporters Club and the Chelsea in America podcast on Facebook. So I guess with my introductions out the way, I shall send it to, I guess, uh, the Beltway, where Neil is. What's going on, Neil? Hello, I'm Neil. Um, I haven't been on in a while because of 
mitigating circumstances. Um, but my name is Neil, as I just said, uh, Beltway Blue CIA on the Twitter and Neil Hobson on Facebook. Um, it's been a while, like I said, the last time I was able to hang out and talk with Beth and Dan and all that, all the other yahoos. I was in at Ireland's four courts in Washington, D.C. area before our match with Barcelona at FedEx Field, and that was a lot of fun, and I was very drunk. And, yes, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, uh, I guess Beth has already introduced yourself, haven't you? Well, you, you like me to... Theoretically, well, I'll have I'll make it official. Here's Beth Wild from Texas. Over to you. Thanks. I'm going to send it back to Eddie though because I want him to start the conversation because I had to work this weekend, so I was following the match on Saturday via Twitter of all things. Um, so I did not get to see it. Well, I guess I can start the conversation. Uh, we returned to the pitch after a long and injury-filled uh, international break uh, that saw a couple of our players get injured. Uh, I guess most notably uh, Branislav Ivanovic and uh, Nehemiah Macic, they both got hurt. But uh, I think Macic was able to return to Chelsea um, yeah, he played yesterday. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I was just about to say that he played yesterday, but I know uh, Ivan is going to be out a couple more weeks uh, with injury. But um, I guess I should start the conversation of uh, we beat Aston Villa two 0 behind uh, Asmir Begovic getting another clean sheet for us, and so I guess I should start it with this. Uh, with how he played yesterday and today, uh, what has been your assessment of Begovic while uh, he's been called up to uh, to the starting role after Courtois went down? I think he's done a great job. I mean, you know, I want to know where all those boo boys were are that had a problem with him because I can't see where, you know, he's, He's doing a good job as far as I'm concerned. I don't think – I mean, we can we can go, hash over our issues um, through the first part of the season if you want to, but I don't think you can point them at him. Um, I think they no. fit fairly on the shoulders of the midfield. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, I think he's quite capable. I've been thinking he's been fantastic. He's been making some world-class saves in what I've been able to see. And he's, uh, yeah, he's a, a top stand-in. Absolutely. And, I mean, one of the things, he goes low, he goes high, and he doesn't punch the ball. He grabs it, which is one of my big pet peeves with uh, with Thibault. I just have to agree with you. Um, I think with the exception of last season when we were transitioning between Czech and Courtois, Begovic has been the best backup keeper that we've had probably since we were transitioning from Carlo Cudicini to Petr Cech. Uh, would that be a Absolutely. fair assessment, Beth? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he's he's miles better than uh, even Mark Schwartzer, and Mark Schwartzer did pretty well for himself too in the times that he was on the field. Oh, I definitely agree. And as much as we like him, he's miles better than Hilario also. Yeah, Hilario and Ross Turnbull. Yeah, and Ross Turnbull. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, today is Hilario's 40th birthday. Really? Yeah, if I'm to believe the Kent Blues, which I would never disbelieve her at all. Nope, not Jill. Yeah, and uh, I'm actually looking at uh, at the uh, statistics right now, and uh, that was Begovic's second clean sheet of the season. Uh, he's, he's got the same amount as uh, Hennessy and Crystal Palace, um, Randolph of West Ham, David De Gea, Jack Bootland in uh, Stoke, and also um, Fabianski uh, at Swansea. And so, and so, you know, just just like we said earlier, Beth, the goals that we allowed was not his fault. Uh, most of it has been in the breakdown of our midfield, and so that's why you know he he has had you know three or four or maybe even five clean sheets, who knows. But the fact of the matter is, you know, we can't make excuses. It's next man up, and he's playing pretty darn well for us. Absolutely great. Absolutely great. I wouldn't even have considered that as a conversation. You know, the big thing on the Internet right now, of course, is, um, you know, why... Jose dropped Hazard on the weekend. And all of the articles I read, it's all pointing, you know, they all point to his stats from last year, and I'm going, you know, that's all great, but he has not been the same player until yesterday. All season. Do you guys want to disagree with me? I mean, I, I think he's been horrible. I mean, not horrible. I won't say horrible, but he's not been the Ed Hazard that we saw last season. Yeah, I don't know what it, what's on his mind or what's – I mean, I haven't really had a chance to comment about this to very many people, but I just don't know what, what, what the difference is between June of this year and August. What happened to our mindset? What happened to – the team cohesion and et cetera, et cetera. There, there has to be, this can't be all stemming from the stupid incident with Dr. Ava. Oh God, no. There's, there's something happening in the, in the behind the scenes that we don't know about. And I just, I can't put my finger on it. So you want to know what I think it is? What? I think Jose made a mistake when he didn't when he did that short preseason. You know, the boys got more they did not come back to training until a full 2 weeks to 3 weeks after everybody else did. Jose made 
had the thought that, you know, players at this level, players at this um, level of fitness didn't need preseason, didn't need a big long preseason. And I think he got it wrong. And so those first couple of games, when things weren't meshing right, kind of created, I mean, Hazard didn't, wasn't, you know, he had, he missed that penalty. I mean, everybody kind of misstepped here and there. Gary Cahill broke his nose. I mean, anything, and Neil, I'll bet you, you can, you can relate to this. Do you ever have those times in your life where you feel that anything that could go wrong goes wrong? And if you didn't have bad luck, you wouldn't have any luck at all? Yeah, that's pretty true. And it's so hard to mentally get out of that funk, you know, to kind of just, you know, take a shower, wash it away. That, you know, I mean, it's really, really difficult. And I think besides the non-fitness in the first couple of games and then kind of, you know, things, people were getting fit at different times, at different levels. And things started to fall apart a bit. And people were losing confidence, and then other people lost confidence. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think everyone from from the match I saw yesterday, everybody on the pitch looked like they were back to where they were, except for Fabregas. I mean, he just was not effective. And again, I don't know why. Yeah, you know, and and I don't know why either, but it seems like Hazard has not been the same player that he was last season. He has definitely made some regression, and even to the point to where I have seen some matches, and I'm saying to myself, has, has the broadcaster even called Hazard's name? Has he even touched the puck or the ball? Sorry, I'm thinking about the wrong sport. But <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It it sounds like he's gone like most games even without touching the ball. I don't think it's that he wasn't punching the ball. I, I do think one other thing. We all know that Eden, Eden Hazard gets the shit kicked out of him every single game, especially when he's playing well. So... um And I think the problem is is that he just couldn't get his head around um, getting back and just getting brutalized like that. I mean, it's got to – I mean, you know, when you're in the thick of it and the games are coming thick and fast, you kind of just go, yeah, okay, it still hurts. Yeah, it's going to hurt some more. Oh, well. And you, but, you know, there are those days where you just go, shit. I really don't want to get the shit kicked out of me again. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's and and he and he constantly did last season. I mean, we all we all mentioned it, we all noticed it, we screamed about it during games. You know, and he's not a big, huge, bulky player. So if Jose was trying to convince him to play a little bit different or whatever, God only knows, but. What I did feel is yesterday 
he was getting through defenders like he did last season. He was getting around people. He was passing the ball around a lot. I mean, he really looked him. He he looked himself. Was it because we were playing in Europe and that style of football? I I don't know. We'll we'll find out this weekend. But it sure felt good. And even Matic, who has not played well so far this season, was much more effective this week. You know, yesterday. Again, I can't talk to what happened on Saturday. I didn't see the match. Um. And our back four looks solid, you know, that kind of thing. But I, th- I think it's much to do about much to do about something, but not anything that anybody can really point their fingers at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the mistakes and the laziness that we got into towards the end of the season just pushed their way through into the start of this season, and now it's time to go back to the way everybody was that got them to the position they were anyway. I mean, you guys know at the end of last season, we did not do well. Um, Thank God we were so far ahead. So, um, you know, I might say that it's just, you know, a lot of people do that. You know, they reach a level of success and then they stop doing what got them there in the first place. And I, I have to think, you know, we've seen it happen with Man U. We've seen it happen. with City, City did it last year. Um, you know, there's a there, and and sometimes you see it at your job. You know, you see somebody who's really lighting it up in their job, and then all of a sudden, you know, they just stop doing what got them there in the first place, and that's a very slippery slope. It is. What do you guys think? I'm not sure what to say as far as any more than what I've already said because I haven't had a chance to be able to watch matches, but Hazard has definitely been out of sorts, that's no doubt. Fabregas has been invisible, and not to mention Bronislav Ivanovic's uh, always being caught out and being outpaced by whoever he's marking or not marking the person he's supposed to mark. Um, and it's just like slap yourself in the face, kind of laughable, like what the hell are they doing? But I hope that, I hope beyond hope that this game against Dynamo Kiev has been a turning point and we start to play better and don't hit the woodwork and uh, can finish, <laughs> finish uh, not only just finish a game without, like, regressing, but also finish shots and actually hit the back of the net. We've had some good ones, and William has had some really, really good free kicks, but it's, it's, there's something missing, I think either mentally or as far as a cog in the machine. Yeah, I don't, I I think it was a lot of niggly things at all. I mean, seriously, I mean, I remember early on in the season, we had, what, six balls in in the box one time and didn't get a single goal. I mean, when does that happen? And we all know that it's a numbers game. 
it is a numbers game, period, end up. It's a numbers game. You know, you're, you know you're not going to make 100% of your goal attempts. You just got to keep putting the ball in. And we keep putting the ball in. I mean, yesterday it happened twice. Twice. William hit the crossbar. Didn't get the rub of the green. You know? Um, but, I mean, I don't think the officiating was that great. I have to agree with that. That was a bold penalty um, on Fabregas that wasn't called. Um, but honestly, I thought we were the better side yesterday, and I thought we deserved to win. And to say that away to, you know, Dinamo Kiev, that's huge. That's huge. So um, um, I think that, you know, it's it's an opportunity missed. I think it – I'm not upset with the one point from yesterday. And I think the Pikes on Saturday will think we're in worse shape than we are. And if we come out like we played against Kiev, I think we got them. And I'd love to spank them. Or I'd love to spank the Pikes. Anytime yeah. is a good time. And uh, I guess speak you with any time. Anytime you get a draw at a difficult away place in Europe, I think that that's a good day. And but um Yeah, look at Van Gaal complaining today about having to play away in the Champions League and oh Man City's got the advantage because they didn't have to travel this week. It's like, you know what, put your big boy panties on. It it's works both ways. They're gonna get the advantage playing at home in the Champions League and at home against somebody exactly. in the Premier League the following weekend. It it all balances out in the end. It does all balance out in the end. You know, but Van Gaal wants it his way and, you know, everything else like that. Um, we have yet to go to Israel to play Maccabi Tel Aviv, right? No, that that happens the 20... I thought they, we played them at home. Yeah, yeah. we played them at... We play Kiev next. <laughs> oh, we home. play Kiev at home. Okay. Yep, and I then thought... November, November the... 23rd or 24th is Maccabee away because I'm over in England and I opted to go to Madrid instead of to Tel Aviv. Oh. Lots of weird things going on in Israel right now anyway, so maybe it's for the best. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't fancy it, and uh, not to mention how expensive it is. Um, I bet I it's beautiful there. Huh? I bet it's beautiful there. Where? In Israel. It would be a nice, it would be a, certainly a different away trip. Yeah, no, it would be, but good grief, it's expensive. Kiev wasn't as expensive as Tel, as Tel, as Tel Aviv was, is. So I just, I decided that I was good. I was hoping and praying for Porto, but, you know, for those few hours, but it didn't happen because I love Portugal and I love Porto. But and I'm glad I didn't go to Kiev. I'm glad it wasn't Kiev. I mean, I would love to go to Kiev, but not on a football. You know, not not for football. Because I'm assuming you guys heard what happened yesterday. Uh, I thought that happened on Monday. Um, no, it was yesterday. Oh, okay, so uh, it happened the same so. day as the match. Yeah. Okay, I I thought it happened the day before. I could be wrong, but I was 
when I saw it, I kind of texted some people and um, yeah, on Twitter, and they told me that you know a few you know cuts and bruises, but nobody was hospitalized. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's rather unfortunate of how you uh, <clears throat> of how you're and I, going out. I just think for, it you know, happened. I think it happened team. after those supporters were leaving the youth match. Oh, okay. Well, for uh, those who didn't know, uh, some uh, Chelsea supporters that made the trip to uh, Kiev were attacked. Ambushed. Or or, you know, uh, ambushed by some uh, by some rather uh, thuggish people, is what I would rather say. Uh, what other details about it do you know, Beth? Um, I just know, um, according to um, who I was talking to, it was a pre- it was an ambush. It was pretty vicious. A um, couple of you know, couple people got cuts and bruises and that kind of thing, but nobody was seriously hurt. And honestly. I swear to God, it happens all the time over there. All the time. You know, Eastern Europe is just like that. Especially the Soviet bloc. But I am touched. Have you uh, encountered any any situations like that uh, when you were traveling uh, outside of England? To watch Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had it happen in we had a lot worse happen in of all places, Brussels. When we went to play Anderlecht, which was my first European away. Um a bunch of guys we knew they were coming and a bunch of guys went out and they ambushed them with pickaxes. Wow. And two of the guys ended up in the hospital. One guy came back with three pins in his leg. Three pins? Yeah, you know, like pins, like to pin his leg together? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody thinks Europe away is simple and easy and, and you know, and, and everything else like that. 99% of the time, yeah, it is. But, you know, and and a lot of times it's just handbags. You know, Barcelona, it's just handbags. Um, you know, you've got Barcelona supporters Bidding on you as you you know as you get close to the stadium and past their pubs you know and I mean crap like that but um, you know to actually you know that kind of stuff I was really surprised in Belgium I'm going the Belgians I mean seriously the Belgians um, but yeah they were they were brutal they were really brutal um, I mean it does happen there's no getting around it. Um, you know, we've heard about what happens at Roma, you know, with, I think, I think um, Man U and Liverpool have had supporters stabbed um, playing Roma away. Um, you know, but as a general rule, it's, as a general rule, it's always in the minority. And as a general rule, it's generally better to travel in groups and not on your own. But you know, sometimes sometimes that's not good either. So I, I just don't know. I'm just glad nobody got hospitalized. I'm glad nobody got really seriously injured. 
Yes, that is uh that is rather fortunate. I mean, I remember years ago when we uh we were playing in Moscow and I was talking to a friend of mine, we were we were talking and all of a sudden I could hear gunshots in the background and it was the Moscow supporters coming after the Chelsea supporters with guns. Damn. Yeah. So, um you know, PSG, we've had loads of problems with PSG. You guys know about those. We had problems um, with some of the Turkish clubs. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm, I do know that um, the English police, you know, we have a, a group of police officers, the old bill, that follow Chelsea home, home and away. They're there um, uh, for home matches. They go to away matches as well. They generally work with um, the uh, away stadium and the away police force to try and mitigate as much of it as possible. But, you know, so I think, I'm a, I think a lot of it is, it's certainly not as bad as it used to be. Um, and there's a lot of really great places. I mean, when, when I went up to Trondheim, Norway, when we played Rosenberg, that was just one big drink fest for all of us. We all drank together for God's sake. Um, Porto, I didn't hear of any any issues at all. Um, even at Juve, I mean, okay, yes. When we left the stadium and they put us in buses and police escorted us out of the stadium, did the buses get bricked? Yes, they did. Um, but I didn't hear of any other problems. So you just have to have your wits about you. That's all. Oh yeah, definitely. Now I guess we can. Uh talk back to you uh, on the field affairs. Uh, Diego, Diego Costa found the uh, back of the net in the 33rd minute. Um, he was able to, or uh, I guess I should say, uh, William was able to man the ball away from Julian Lescott, was able to break away towards the goal, and uh, Right as Braguzan was uh, playing towards the ball, Winning gives it over to Diego Costa, and he was able to uh, completely open. to the back of the net. Completely open that. I did see a, a video clip of that. Neil, did you see that video clip? Uh, it was it from the game yesterday or over the no, weekend? No, no, no. Saturday. No, no, I don't believe so. That was sweet. I did get to see that video clip. I thought that was really sweet. I mean, I know we try it a lot, but man, they sure lost Diego. Nobody was on him, and and he just punched that one in. It was it was it was really pretty. And I know the second goal they ended up calling an own goal. I never saw it. So Eddie, maybe you can walk us through it. Uh yes. Um, Villa started to play the ball out from the back, and Ramirez. Uh, Throw the ball from a defender, then he was able to give it to uh, Fabregas. Fabregas looked up, saw Diego Costa running down the pitch, and uh, gave him a pass. And then, uh, and then uh, Costa cut back towards the inside, took a shot towards the goal, and it deflected off of uh, Hutton's foot, and uh, it went over Guzan and into the net. Sounds nice. 
Yeah, so uh, I'm just glad that that we were able to have a good forecheck the way that we did. I mean, we we took the ball from Astonville players kind of at will. And I don't know if that was able to uh, transfer to yesterday's match. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you know that, Beth, since I didn't watch what? yesterday's match? Yeah. What was the question? I said, uh, were they able to have as good of a fourth check on the ball uh, in terms of applying pressure in the offensive zone? Oh, my God. Uh, in the I mean, zone? Julian had two shots that hit the crossbar. Um, and it was Ramirez missed a sitter, and Fabregas should have had a penalty in the box. We pressed hard, and I we had more chances than they do. They did. Um, and I mean solid chances. They sent the ball in, but I think there was only one that Begovic got his fingertips on, um, and I would even really question whether or not it would have gone in. So I would say, you know, yeah, we were firing on, on target. We had some, you know, slow balls go into the net, but, you know, go towards the goalkeeper. But um, other than that, yeah. And and honestly, you know, I said it earlier, I would have given Asti man of the match. He had that, you know, his the player he was supposed to mark, which was the player that's been causing so much problems and is a big scorer for them. I, Rodanko or something like that. He put him in his pocket. Aspie was huge yesterday. Just amazing. But we were firing. There's no doubt about that. Firing on all cylinders. And I hope that we're able to transfer that into the West Ham uh, match on Saturday. I do, too. I do, too. Absolutely. And especially with the fact that West Ham is ahead of us in the table, so this will be a good opportunity for us to uh, climb further up the table. Yeah, 12th isn't sitting really well, but, hey, it could be worse. Hey, it could be worse. Um, we could know, be we in the relegation up, zone. Yeah, I mean, we moved up what three or three or five spaces this weekend, and to be quite honest with you, I think if all goes well, we could move up another three spaces from eleventh up to eighth. So you know, it's it yeah. gets harder as the season goes on, but I, you know, let's just hope we can hold our own. And especially with the fact that Man United and Man City play this weekend, and yeah. So if and so if one of those clubs lose, uh, it brings us three points closer to them. Well, somebody's gonna—they're either gonna draw and they both drop two points, or one of them's gonna lose. So no matter what, it helps. You know. It does, and we currently. Six points behind West Ham, and so if we win, that cuts it by six. Well, it cuts it by three, 
we gain three, they stay the same. But I get what you're saying. But if we win, that puts up that uh, uh, puts that fourteen, and they remain at seventeen. And right. So it's a six point swing. Right. So you know, um, you know, I fully expect looking at the schedule and everything else like that. Um, you know, we're currently in twelfth. Uh, Stoke will probably win their game. Um, I don't think Everton will win against Arsenal. Um, I forget who Southampton are playing. Um, so there's there's every possibility. You know, if Spurs if Spurs lose, um, we won't go above them. Um, just on goal differential. Southampton is uh, going to be traveling to Anfield, so it's going to be a uh, a uh, Jurgen Klopp love fest on Sunday. Somebody have the um, the Dropbox file open? I do not, but if you need me to open up the file no, no, no. to populate the... No, 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 it so somebody's got it. I do it not open. have it open. Oh, you who who is that? Neil's got it open. No, uh, I can do it if, if I have it. Where is it? I upgraded to Windows 10, and I think I lost where I put it. Oh, there it is. So uh, you do have it open, or you don't yeah, have it open? Yeah, I have it open here. Okay, well, if you open it up, I can't. I can't do anything with it. But anyway, well, I wasn't. Fine. I wasn't open with it. I wasn't open. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe it was. Just I am something. now, but not not before. Okay, well, don't don't do anything to it. Um, let's see. Stoke is playing Watford. They'll probably win, but you never know. A draw a draw would help. Uh, Scouts play Southampton. So, no matter what happens, something's going to happen good for us as long as we win. Um, Everton's playing Arsenal. So, you know, there's a possibility we could we could. Get into you know tenth or or higher, you know. Such an odd thing to be talking about. <laughs> it is what it is. I don't know how many of you. There was a, a quite a few people playing around with the Back to the Future, you know, because it's the anniversary of Back to the Future too. Um, and where were we in 1988 and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know if you guys saw that table. But we were yeah. in the fifth. I actually posted a picture of, because uh, NBC Sports posted a picture of the first division table on uh, this day back in 1985. So I was able to... Uh, you share that on my Facebook page, and uh, yeah, Chelsea. There's some teams sitting on there that we don't see in the top two or three divisions. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, Oxford, at, Oxford United, uh, Luton Town. They uh, Nottingham uh, Forest. Time uh, outside of the football league. Yeah, Nottingham Forest. And Sheffield yep. Wednesday. Oh, is it Wednesday that was third or whatever in that table? Yeah, yeah it was Wednesday. like United and Wednesday and I think oh, Liverpool or somebody. The yeah, top United was, Liverpool Wednesday. 
Yeah, the top four was United, Liverpool, Wednesday, and Everton. Yeah. So it just tells you how things change. Yeah. You know, looking at some of the clubs that are up now, like Watford was in the third or fourth division. And, I mean, it's amazing. Bournemouth was in the fourth division. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and, fourth- it's, yeah, and it's crazy of how you uh, said, Neil, earlier that uh, Aston Villa is still shit. And if I would give Aston Villa credit for anything, I get them credit for managing to stay up in the first division for one season longer than uh, than uh, we have because Chelsea came up in 1989 and Villa came up in 88. Is that right? Oh, I don't know when Villa came up, but... Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Villa came up the year before we did. So well, that when, was... When we last got relegated, they got promoted. Okay. Which I think was 1989. I know I, I did the research and looked it up earlier. Yeah, but that table was from 88, wasn't it? No, this was from 85. Oh, 85. October 26th, 1985. So I was only about uh, about five weeks old then. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Eddie, don't run it. Rub it in. I was in diapers. Wow, that's crazy. I was past graduate school. <laughs> I was working stiff. Still am. So, um. Yeah, so there's, I mean, you know, everybody, you know, and and I mean, it's just proof of, of, you know, everybody wonders why Liverpool is so popular. It's like, well, look at the table back then. Look at the table 30 years ago. People that are your age, you know, their team was Man United or Liverpool. And Yeah, Liverpool is a dominant team in the uh, 80s. Yeah. Yeah, all the back to fu- back to the future stuff is probably, no doubt, fueling some Liverpool history conversation. <laughs> and you want to know what's funny, Stephanie? Hmm. Twenty or no, thirty years ago, Chelsea was still above Arsenal on the table. Yeah, <laughs> some things have not changed. Yeah, the Gooners had their 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 season when they were invincible. And they were they were hipsters then, and they're hipsters now. So there you yeah, have. Yeah, but we beat them in the Champions League. Yeah, but that nineteen eighty five, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So do you want to go through? Do you want to go through picks, or do you want to do CIA news? Let's do CIA news, and then we can move on to the picks. Okay. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Um, Okay. So, um, CIA news. First of all, uh, heads up, everyone. Uh, Membership will be closing earlier than normal this season. So, probably around, oh, the 9th or 10th of December, not the end of the month. The reason we're doing that is that if 
Um, Chelsea closes everything on the 15th. So we cannot submit any new True Blue members after the 15th of December. So we are going to, just like we try and start our membership drive when they do, we are going to try and end our membership drive when they do. So, and why is that important? It is important because I am hearing rumors that Chelsea are discussing coming back to the U.S. again this summer. And just like last summer, we will only be selling tickets to members. So if they come back, and God only knows, I hope they go someplace other than the East Coast, um, if they come back, then you are going to want to be a member in order to be able to buy tickets. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, here I am agreeing you, with you with mute on. Like, oh, I'm having a conversation. Oh, wait, mute is on. Um, so remind your friends at the pub, if they, you know, just ask them, hey, where's your member card? If they say, oh, I don't have one, remind them why it's important. Um, if they say, oh, I left it at the house, well, good on them. <clears throat> but just remember that if they do decide to come out this summer and you're not a member, you will not get tickets from us. And, you know, depending on where we are and everything else like that, we may have to limit. I know last, I know this past summer we had to limit access. Neil, you were there in D.C. They brought the trophy over. They brought the Premier League trophy over, and we limited that to members only. So, you know, there are real benefits. Yep, there are benefits to membership. So make sure that you, you know, get your membership because you are running out of time. You've got about a month and a half. Um, Let's see. Other than that, uh, we are... I, I wish I would have talked to the tech team. Um, hopefully I'll have an update on that tomorrow or, you know, for next week on whatever help. We do need help with writers, people that can, if anybody, what I can say is this, if you know of anybody that is good at running websites, that is a member that would like to donate some time, we need the help. Um, so that's a definite. Um, you know, there's always places for you to help out. So get involved, help out, join the podcast. Um, you know, it is on Skype, and we're talking about possibly moving the date to the weekend, um, which may make it more available to more people. So let's let's do that. I know there's a lot of things going on. I know there's a big meetup in Dallas uh, this weekend. Uh, we're, we've been called out by the Pikes, the local Dallas Pikes to come and have a, a share a pub with them and watch the match. So we're gonna a bunch of us are gonna be doing that. Um there's new chapters coming on board uh for next season. Uh we're growing. We are at sixteen hundred and forty four members this season. That's our second best season ever. Uh we need about another seventy or so to, you know, give it a run for the best season ever. 
Um, let's see. Other than that, where um, where are we getting uh, new uh, chapters at? What? Where are we getting new 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 chapters at? There's going to be a second chapter um, north of Dallas, and okay. Fort Worth is going to have a chapter. Okay. We've got enough members. We've got somebody that wants to run it. So, and, you know, I know, I know Allison, I know the guys that have really large chapters, they kind of struggle sometimes to, you know, be as organized as Allison is. And, you know, we're quite spread out. It's, it's 40 miles between Fort Worth and Dallas. So there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, the one in north, you know, north of Dallas, the chapter, the Shed End, Shed End Dallas, that's north of Dallas is basically for those guys that don't want to come that far south, you know, people that live up in Frisco and Plano and, you know, that area up there. So, um, you know, and like I said, they've got 20 members. They've got somebody that wants to run it. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the way that we roll around here. I know a lot of chapters I know I saw in Chicago that they've ordered scarves. I know a couple of other chapters are ordering scarves. Um, flags, T-shirts, all kinds of things. So get involved with your chapter. If you don't know what chapter you are in, look at your member card. It tells you. If you don't know who your chapter head is, ping info at Chelsea in America, and I'll get you in touch with them. Oh, the other thing. Um, you Chapter heads will be seeing a email going out that is going to help our pub page so we can get our pub page back rocking and rolling. So... Yeah, um, I know that uh, Brian in Chicago uh, put a Facebook post out about a month or two yeah. ago um, asking for pub locations in order to... Uh, yeah, we're going to make it a little more formalized. We actually have the information, you know, and can have it in a spreadsheet and all of that kind of stuff. We want photos and things like that as well. So um, it's an opportunity to kind of do it nice for the pubs. We want to thank the pubs that open up at stupid 30 in the morning. They're always there for us. Um, you know, we've got some of the coasters. We, we ordered enough coasters this year to give our, our pubs, our, our official pubs, some coasters if they want to use those um, in the pub, kind of spread the word, that kind of thing. Good. <clears throat> so big initiative with the pubs. Um, let's see. Other than that, I can't think of anything. I think that's about it. As far as CIA news goes, that is. Um, I do want to remind everybody, I can't say it enough. Please, please, please fill out the sweepstakes information for One World Sports and be counted. I do not want the Gooners catching us. I do not want to, you know, I can understand if we lose to Bayern Munich, but I really don't want to. So don't forget to mention that. Post it on Facebook. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, you only need an email address. Okay. Hello? We're here. Okay. So, do you guys want to do picks now? Hello? Sure. Is Eddie there? Is he on mute? I don't know. Did we lose Eddie? 
don't know. Wasn't he like controlling the call? Or is it all on the internet? I don't know. Maybe he's got... I don't know. I will tweet him and see what we can find out. Is that you, Neil? I'm the one that's typing, yes. Uh, keep talking, my phone shut off. (laughs) That's why I have my phone plugged in. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. Eddie has more, Eddie is challenged with, um, the technology sometimes. So... Yep. Yeah, I know it is. So we're we're just going to keep talking because we haven't heard that little lady say, you know, this call recording has stopped. So um, other than that, hey, Neil, I'll be out in your neck of the woods for Christmas. Oh, yeah? What, time, what day is it? Um, for Christmas. Oh, is it uh, are you visiting your um, family here in uh, Reston and your nephew in Baltimore? Well, he's not in Baltimore anymore. He lives over in Reston as well, and he's got a baby due the end of November, so I'm going to go out for Christmas and be a great aunt. Okay, cool. Well, we'll have to look for you at the uh, at Four Courts if you can make it out there. I'm going to try this time. Hopefully we won't have that issue that we had with um, in the summer. Was it in the summer? Yeah, it was in the summer or right after the summer. I don't remember why it was still there. Or when was that that I was out? But, um, oh, it was in May at the end of last season where I got stuck in traffic. Oh, yes. Welcome to D.C. Oh, that was horrible. So hopefully I won't have that and I can come out and visit you guys. So how about that? Um. I would, you know, love to come and watch you guys or see you guys at the Four Courts. I love the Four Courts. Um, it was a you, fun time during the uh, in July, wasn't it? Oh, it was so great. Um, as you know, I love going there. I really, truly do. I did mention to them though that we really should pick a different place. So. Right, what do you see that? Was it not big enough? What? Was it not big enough, you think? No, it's not that. It's just that, you know, we've got people all over the country. <laughs> oh, our, as in, like, pick a different place other than Washington, D.C.? Yes. Oh, okay, yes, yes, I understand now. Okay, I, I didn't understand what you were meaning. Yes. Not that I don't, like I said, not that I don't like the four courts, but we really need to have a place, you know, we we need to go someplace other than D.C. And we've been to D.C. quite a bit over the last couple of years, so. Yeah, it's time for someplace like Portland, Oregon, or Chicago, or. L.A. Or L.A., you know, someplace like that. I would love it if they went to maybe, Chicago. Or maybe even like Atlanta or something like that. 
But yeah, no, I I would love it if they went to Chicago. I know you would, buddy. I would love but, it too. We haven't been there in a long time. I'd love it if they went to Detroit. Heck, I I would love that even more than Chicago. I don't know if they'd make it out of Detroit without a getting the hubcaps stolen off of their airplane. Oh, hey, yeah, it's they, not as bad as Liverpool. Yeah, well. All right, well, uh, are you ready to get the picks going? Let's pick them until they scab and bleed. No, no, that's a bad thing. What? <laughs> Nothing. I made a horrible joke. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on a minute. I got stuck doing something. All right. Got that done. Okay. Um, All right. So let's go over last week's pick. Um, Last week in the league... Um, uh, Eddie and Dan got five. Jonathan and I both got four. Um, then on the Champions League pick this week, Eddie got six. Jonathan got six. And Dan and I got nine each. How about that? So it ended up with Dan having 14 for the week. Me at 13, Eddie at 11, and Jonathan at 10. So, with that said, we'll go on and do this, um, do the picks for this week. If you want to send in your picks, you can send in your picks via Facebook um, to the Chelsea in America uh, podcast Facebook page. You can send them in via Twitter at CIA underscore podcast, or you can email podcast at chelseainamerica.com. Um, please don't send them to me. Send them to Eddie. Okay? So, first game out of the, on Saturday, Villa at home to Swansea. What do you guys think? To me, Swansea. Yeah. Swansea for me as well. I'm going to do a draw. Uh, Lester at home to Palace. No, I'm not. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Swansea as well. What the hell was I thinking? Um, Lester at home to Palace. That should be a really exciting game. I think so, too. I'm going to say Crystal Palace. I'm going to go with the draw. I'm going with the draw this time. Norwich at home to West Brom. Battle of the Birds. I'm going to the draw. I'm going to go with Norwich. I'll go for a draw. I got Norwich. Yep. Neil, did you say draw? Yes. Okay. Stoke at home to Watford. Um, Stoke is at home. I'll say Stoke. I'm going to go with Stoke as well. West Ham at home to Chelsea. 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 
Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. Arsenal at home to Everton. I'm going to go with a draw. I'm going with a draw. I'm going to go with a draw as well. This one's going to be good. Sunderland at home to Newcastle. <laughs> oh, boy. The Battle of the Overly Elaborate Badges. Um, can it be a draw of two own, of an own goal apiece? <laughs> the next. Well, you get with the draw. Neither no, team has I'm, won a match all season, so I'm going to go with the draw. I'm going to go with Newcastle. I went with Newcastle. I think Sunderland are just that that poor. Bournemouth at home to Tottenham. Come on, Bournemouth. I'm going to go with the Beach Boys. Man U versus Man U at home to City. Uh... City. I'm going to go with a draw. I went with a draw as well. Liverpool at home to Southampton. You mean Southampton at home to Southampton? (laughs) Something like that. Jurgen Klopp versus Southampton. Give me Liverpool. I will never ask for Liverpool to win, so let me go with Southampton. And I'm going with the draw. Okay, we also have the League Cup this next week. So Tuesday we have four games. Wednesday we have four games. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. Everton at home to Norwich. Everton. Everton. And I'm going with Everton. Hull at home to Leicester. Leicester. I'm going to go with, well, yeah, Leicester. Leicester City. Sheffield Wednesday at home to Arsenal. (laughs) What day of the week is it? Tuesday. There you go. What day of the week is it today? Gotcha. That's what I'm going with. Um, I'll go with a draw and a replay. You can't. Not in the the League Cup. Oh, damn. Um, Oh, that's right. Fuck. Um, Pardon my language. Arsenal, then. Stoke at home to Chelsea. 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 
They're against two South Coast teams twice in a week. <laughs> um, I'll go with uh, Bournemouth again. Or Bournemouth, yeah. Never mind. Okay, City at home to Palace. Man City? Yep. I'm going to go with Man City. Yeah, City. I'm going with Palace. I think City will take it easy. I think he'll play a weak side and Palace. Regret it. Yep. Southampton at home to Villa? Southampton. Southampton. And Man U at home to Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. I'm going to go with Bora. Bora, Bora, Bora. So we're, we're unanimous in that, huh? Yeah. Yep. The boys from the Riverside Stadium. I went with Bora as well. So um, there you have it. All right, well, uh, should I take us out? Is there anything else, any other business we need to cover? Somehow this got lost for editing. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I got to do something. Yeah, if you want to. Um, uh, go ahead. Eddie, do you want to take us out or do you want me to? Uh, yes, I can take us out. Well, uh, Saturday you can watch the Chelsea match at 10 o'clock Eastern time, 7 o'clock Western time. On NBC Sports Network. Go to your pubs. Go out and watch the match. I know I will be at Red Fox this weekend watching Chelsea play. Um, I guess uh, we play midweek, what, Tuesday? And uh, I don't know if that's on BN Sport or not. It's probably not, as always. So uh, make sure you either watch on Chelsea TV or find some... uh, Streaming it will not be on live on Chelsea TV. Okay. Uh, watch it. Uh, watch it. The uh, replay at at midnight, which is seven o'clock. Eastern. Or check the actually BN does stream the game. Okay. Well, check the uh, check your local listings to see if there um, is a way for you to watch the match. Um, I guess we'll see you next week, probably Sunday, probably Wednesday, but uh, we are figuring out if we should move it to a different day. So um, I guess we'll thank our sponsors one more time. Uh, One World Sports, don't forget to go to oneworldsports.com, enter their Soccer-tober sweepstakes where you can win a trip to uh, Germany to watch match. Uh, 8x8 Sports, where you can get a magazine subscription for very cheap. Uh, Parkers, formerly known as the English Pork Pie Company. Uh, check out the website. 
to uh, buy your favorite pies and other English delicacies. Uh, don't forget the Chelsea Supporters Trust and the CPL for all that they do. Um, also, CFC uh, UK Fanzine, where they're now available in the U.S. Uh, tweet Dan Lundberg for more info. Oh, for God's sake, I forgot about that. Yeah, and Dan's having computer problems, so if you've signed up for CFC UK, USA, and you haven't gotten any, just bear with him. He's trying to fix his computer so he can get it all sorted out. Yep. Then uh, on that, uh, I guess I can give a big, giant carefree, and we'll see you next time. Carefree, guys. Carefree.